Carrie Job singing over me. Good morning, Stein. Victory 91.5, Pentecost this weekend. And Ray Haynes, our general manager, is in teaching about Pentecost. Because we love to take you through the Word of God all the way from the very beginning, from Genesis to Revelation. There's just nothing but amazing, just like that song. You know, if you mm -hmm. throw out the, the beauty of the Old Testament, he doesn't get to rejoice over you mm -hmm. with singing, does he? Mm. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> he just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I want to sing him over me. Mm -hmm. I just want to sing. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to throw out the, the last series of the <laughs> national championship game, and you throw out the last series, and Georgia wins. That's right. Yeah, but you, can't, but you can't do that. No, unfortunately, you can't do that. But we're going to look back and look through the whole story because, you know, we've been kind of focusing on the Jesus part of it. It took you back a little bit, but now I want to take you all the way back and just let you see. Now that we've talked about that part of it, as you go back, you go, oh, hopefully. So we're looking from God's perspective. So if we're back in Egypt, as Israelites began their exodus, the plagues have come and gone. They've had Passover, they've crossed the Red Sea, traveled through the desert, and God meets their needs, and they finally arrive at Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. All right? They don't realize it, but it's their wedding day. Essentially, they, I'm just going to summarize here, essentially, they refuse to meet with God. Instead, they choose Moses to represent them and promise to obey them. It's kind of like your best man. You're up there getting married and go, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to step out. We'll give you the best man. That's what Moses turned into, the best man. So we, they never got, in the Old Testament, they never got to experience it because they said, no, I'm going to take my stand in here and he'll do the whole wedding. He'll do the whole marriage part. You know, I just don't think it's going to work for me. So that's kind of what Moses did. So Moses ascends the mountain to receive God's commands. And while they wait, they, <laughs> the people, create a golden calf to worship. They were longing for a relationship that only God could provide. That's the story of Pentecost. So in his, it's his story, God's story, not ours. So we're going to read and look at this from his perspective. Jeremiah 31. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Just a sidebar there. For if you ever think that the New Testament, the new covenant is about us, who was it made with? the house of Judah, the house of Israel. Mm. We're grafted in. Mm -hmm. There's no grafting in uh, unless you have Israel and Judah in there. Mm. Just a side note for some recent teaching that's gone out. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant, which they broke, <laughs> though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. So even though God doesn't technically this whole marriage thing isn't going to happen until one day in heaven. And you have Pentecost, the pouring of the Holy Spirit, where he's coming to dwell in us. That's kind of like the marriage. But yet he said to me, walking them through the desert, I was a husband to them. Mm. But this is the covenant I'll make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I'll put my law in their minds, write it on their hearts. I'll be their God. They should be my people. Mm. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. Okay, that's an intimacy word there. Mm -hmm. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. Mm. Now that's amazing covenant. That's the New Testament right there. So the first Pentecost or Feast of Weeks for Moses and the Israelites coming out of Egypt was celebrated at Mount Sinai where the law was given. But there's more to the story. So if you try to, you know, the whole Ten Commandments, if you just want to slide that aside, 
that was the vows of the marriage contract. So the wedding, obviously, was an epic fail. Uh, Revelation 21 has our vows, and we'll throw that at you uh, probably towards the end. It'll probably be more like the 10 o'clock hour, but Mount Sinai is the, the hoop of the wedding canopy over their heads. People gather at the foot of the mountain, and God declares out loud the Ten Commandments. This is before they write them on the tablets of stone. So they actually hear the voice of mm-hmm. God. All right, so I want you to think about this, because we're talking Pentecost. What do they hear? The voice of God. They don't see him. They hear him. So here's in Deuteronomy 4. You came near, stood at the foot of the mountain. The mountain burned with fire in the midst of heaven with darkness, cloud, and thick darkness. The Lord spoke to you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the sounds of the words, but saw no form. You only heard a voice. Mm -hmm. So he declared to you his covenant, which commanded you to perform the Ten Commandments, wrote them on two tablets of stone. After that, he said, and he did that. And this encounter of God, the elders actually have a wedding feast with God on the mountain, and then the tablets of stone come, right? So Exodus 24 says, Moses went up with Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and 70 of the elders. They saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stones. It was like the very heavens in its clarity, but on the nobles of the children of Israel he did not lay his hands or his hand, so they saw God, and they ate, and they drank. That's Exodus, Mm. these people. So the important takeaway of that, because it's Pentecost, is they heard the sounds of the words, God speaking to them, but they only heard a voice. And so something's happening there that's going to follow through, you know, about 1,500 years later at Pentecost, which we'll jump into next. It'll be voices and fire from that mountain all the way down into uh, Jerusalem. Victory 91.5. Ray Haynes teaching on Pentecost this morning. Very interesting. It'll all be posted up at the Victory blog, blog.victory.radio. North Georgia gets a pretty good...